about this since we maybe came up with the idea to do this podcast surely this would have been one of the <laughs> first ones we were the first thing we discussed i think we put this together i put the mind together before the beatles i think mm, pretty close <laughs> this is the oasis draft well we had to make it a draft because i'll tell you why we had to make it a draft people <laughs> because we talked about the idea of making this I went rogue. and ross went i've done my playlist and sent it immediately <laughs> and just I was just, walking the dog. It was a great playlist. Yeah. It was 11 absolute bangers, but it was very much a sort of like a... <laughs> it was kind of like the approach of like the British Empire and colonial <laughs> times, just been like, I'm going to keep these in the in the Ross yeah. Museum. Yeah. You can come and look at them. These are mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, own, I own these fair and square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so yes, we've drafted. We've I made it ha- drafted. Yeah, I made it have to be a draft. And, yeah. Um, we did it beforehand. Yeah, we did the Christmas one at, uh, live. It was, uh, and Ross buckled. Up. Ross cracks under pressure. I cracked. Yeah, we're not recording, so I've put together a fairly decent draft. I feel. Um, we should say before we start, there's no Wonderwall. You're not going to hear Wonderwall today if you're tuning into no. this podcast for that. But is that? That's. Look, I think we both said as we were going through it. That's not a mark on Wonderwall. No, not at all. Ross criticising Wonderwall. One of the biggest Just, songs of our youth. We've had a lot of Wonderwall, you've had a lot of Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to hear it today. You're going to hear 22 absolute banger songs. Um, you have to start. We flipped a coin. I you, did. First overall pick. I called it. I called heads and I got the first overall pick. My first overall, overall pick is Slide Away. Um, there is one definitive version of Slide Away and it's by Noel. I don't know where Liam was. It's in Chicago. It's 1998. Um are still very much well, this is going to be in their peak it's, for me it's the absolute perfect version so we will fade down fucking in the bushes or just hard out hard stop it yeah. and we'll go straight into null it's a 6 minutes 34 which is probably too long for us to play the whole thing but it's such it is my Oasis song it is the best Oasis song and it's performed for me by the best singer in the voices. <laughs> More on that later. We just had a discussion about that as well. Here's <laughs> not. Slide away, give it all you got. My today. I think that their singing fits two very different styles. Yes. And. For context, this is on YouTube. This is Noel sat on a chair with an acoustic guitar on his own, singing to a microphone. Is this when Liam's voice is hurting or something? Like when he, like in the MTV Unplugged? <laughs> Possibly. When he turn, turns up and heckles his voice <laughs> on the balcony. It's a bit sad in the way through. So yeah, this is not yet. So this is at the peak, really. So maybe, yeah, maybe Liam was injured. Or oh, you wonder whether... 
I mean, we talked about it just a minute ago, talking about Liam's voice. Yeah. How, at its peak, it was just... It was unmatched. It was rock and roll, Yeah, he was rock and roll. Like, he was... And and he turned it up to 11 Mm. every time. Yeah. You wonder whether he needs a breather, whether he's literally on the side of the stage having a... Yeah, probably. I was going to say a glass of water, but almost certainly a beer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and a fag on the go, but... I think that, ne- uh, that Noel's voice is more delicate. Yeah. It's more intimate. And you can hear the tenderness in it. Yeah, which I think this song... This song, it, it suits. This is, for me, one of the most perfect love songs that's ever been written. It doesn't... You don't immediately think of it as a love song, but really... Yeah. Producer Dave had the lyrics of it in, um, embroidered on the, either the inside of his wedding suit or his shirt. <laughs> he definitely had it in his wedding. Yeah, well. I remember that. Yeah, what a man. I just think it's such a good version. I've watched it so many times. I'll least... tell you what's weird about this version that we're watching now, though. It's like, it's not just like a steady cam or something on Noel filming it. No. There's weird sort of like 1980s-esque <laughs> yeah. video production where they're sort of blending Fades a, in and out other footage sort of over the top of it. I don't know where it's from. The guy who's got it is he's got 2,000 subscribers. It's by far probably his most popular video on YouTube. How many views does it have? Uh, 156,000. It's uploaded three years ago. So it's from January the 17th, 1998. How many of those are you? <laughs> a, good, a good couple of hundred, I'll be honest. When I used to work at nights, so I used to go through stages where I'd listen to a certain band for what, like a week, basically. This, obviously, is not on iTunes, it's not on Spotify. So I literally stopped working for six minutes and just watch it on YouTube and then carry on working with the rest of the stuff that I had on my phone. <laughs> I just, yeah, it's... It's just my favourite Oasis song. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. Like I said, his voice fits perfectly for this. Liam can't do an acoustic version of this. Because it just wouldn't work. He can do a rock version of it, and at the time, like the album track is cracking as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think of Liam as someone who can do an acoustic version of anything. No. I look at Songbird. <laughs> Not helped by the fact that he wrote something. <laughs> yeah, that, that version of "Stand by Me" that they did. Spoiler alert: you're not going to you're not going to hear Songbird either. <laughs> Didn't make the draft. No. Um, see, so we can't play all this for beer all night if we play all these to completion. <laughs> um, if, we, if we play "Be Here Now," yeah. <laughs> I'm playing all nine minutes of all around the world. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> and, was it not clear? I included the reprieve as well. <laughs> That was included. Right, let's cut to Adam's first track. Well, I'm keeping it short as well. Just a, a pacey seven minutes for this one. And if you don't know what it is just from that, you really shouldn't be listening to this because this is not the, the uh, episode for you. Let's turn this on. Special 
rapping supernova. Some more just absolutely beautiful lyrics. Yeah. Written by Liam? Absolutely. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see what Wikipedia says about Champagne Supernova. Was this released? It wasn't released as a single, was it? I don't think so. Would have been a brave choice at the time. I think the singles off it, off Morning Glory were Wonderwall, Don't Know Back in Anger, Roll with that. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see if they had released this, what blow would have against it. As we mentioned, Blur there. <laughs> the, the fact that people were always just all Blur is baffling to me. <laughs> I enjoy both of them. <laughs> yeah. I don't dislike Blur because I like Oasis. Says it couldn't, <laughs> when writing it, I couldn't think of anything that rhymed with hall apart from cannibal. So I, so I wrote, walking down the hall faster than a cannibal. And people were like, whoa, man. <laughs> <laughs> the number of people who've started clubs called Champagne Supernova is fucking unbelievable. I mean, that's a bit rich for a man who names his house Supernova Heights. Going on about the lyrics this supernova instead. You know, the one thing that stopped it being a classic is the ridiculous lyrics. See, I don't find the lyrics ridiculous. No, they're not. They're like this, but you're telling me when 60,000 people sing it, it's not ridiculous, is it, really? The whole, whole crowd can sing it back to you. And it, um, it actually incites some emotion. It feels like it, like it just resets and the song just starts again. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's half halfway, not even halfway. Yeah. And that includes the beach noises we had in the beginning. <laughs> it's just a complete, it's a show-off song. About the, the, they're just a band around to do high, weren't they? And they can just do, they can put a seven-minute track out there. Is this, this, is this the gateway drug they released to be here now? <laughs> the pinnacle. <laughs> My favourite thing about Be Here Now is yeah. that they released it on a Wednesday. Yeah. As an arrogant show-off move because they knew it would go to number one. So by Friday, when it, when the, when it gets counted... Yeah. Already the number one from the album in the country. Can't like that, that. 21st of August, that's almost 25 years. It will be just, just past 25th anniversary of the year now when this podcast comes out. It's mad to think that this song is his old already. 1995 is <laughs> Yeah. How can this be almost 30 years old? It doesn't make sense in my brain that doesn't compute that this is most 30 years old. No, first album I had. Was it? Yeah. That's a hard thing to start. <laughs> 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 I'm 
my dad's my dad had one of those stereos that came in different parts. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a bit. You know, the tape deck, the single yeah. player. I don't even know if we had yeah. a record player. A record player on the back, so. Equalise all the graphics. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> them all the time, my dad told me off. Put them all in the middle. Oh, I just put them all to the top. Which essentially is the same. <laughs> yeah. But loud. <laughs> just loud. <laughs> so where does what's the story of rank? What are your rankings? Top three. Oh, Albums. Albums. I think my top three. Do I have to put them in order? Or can I just give you three? Oh, in order. As of today. <laughs> I think it's. I think this is one. Yeah. I think the master plan is two. Definitely, maybe three. Yeah. I mean, any combination, any way round, <laughs> up until it be here now, like, it falls off after that, really. But I don't even dislike what. Um, I don't even dislike even chemistry. Much. I uh, standing on the shoulder of giants yeah. or the other one. The other one. What's the next one called? Truth. Don't believe the truth. Yeah. Which had little by little one. Um, Layla. Layla. Um, it brought us to be an idol. That's. It's kind of where I got out. Yeah. It's very weird. I like some of the songs like Love Like a Bomb. Yeah. Um. I have actually taken. I took a song from there as my own mention. Yeah. Um. But I'm very much out. I'm not in for Shock of Lightning. I didn't mind that song, that song alone. Um, but yeah, the rest of it, I was So now I managed to get myself to Zack Snarky's ring, but to page, Wikipedia page. Which is, of course, the son of Jet Snarky. It's inevitable that he'd get to be the drummer of Voices at some point. Really. <laughs> <laughs> we have some I listen to all seven minutes of Champagne Supernova, because yeah, it's just I didn't that see good. That coming. It's just right. that good. Your pick number two. My second pick was. Well, your second pick, not pick number two. Yeah. Third overall. Third overall. I just want to listen to the last 30 seconds of this bit. I'm just going to play out with this. And then you're going to give us a song that's going to punch you in the mouth. Yeah, absolutely. In a good way. Come on. Well, <laughs> thank you. That bit, oh, love that bit. I was in immediately from this album from that guitar riff alone. This album <laughs> is a head fuck. It would be some band's best album ever <laughs> by a clear margin <laughs> as well. And it's just a combination of B sides. It's ridiculous. It doesn't quit at any point either. Even the no. instrumental swamp song and then the Army Walrus, like it just goes the whole way through. Well, we've picked four songs off here. <laughs> Five songs off here. <laughs> it's Liam's voice. That's nearly a quarter of the draft has come off B sides. <laughs> That's insane. So I bought the master plan in Russia. From you a, told me this time. Yeah, 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 from an underground station that had records or CDs in the window. And it had the 
it has like so you've got like a Russian pressing like yeah. a master plan it's, a, it's definitely a dodgy copy but it's oh got, right um, it's not even oh, it's, like a real, a, it's a real CD the cover is not that cover it's, the, it's a blue background like Man City Blue with the Oasis like football badge logo yeah with that like in the middle of it it's the master plan isn't it so I would, I would probably go as far as to say I might be the only person in the country to own that copy <laughs> of that this album because who else is buying that in Russia in 1990 99 I bought that. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Um, you've never heard of it? No. Right, okay. I was just going to say, what what, um, I thought what drove Oasis. you to be like, I'm in, I'm in Russia, I need to buy well, <laughs> <laughs> This is the place to buy an Oasis it was, album. It was Oasis, and I thought, why have I never heard of this album? Like, um, BNL had been out already, yeah, uh, yeah, my yeah. favourite album, and then you got all the others before that as well. I've never heard of it. I think it's a good buy. I don't remember how much I paid. It wouldn't have been a lot. I was paying dollars in Russia. Although, as this goes out, there might not be a Russia. Russia was this country. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of in between whatever you've got now and the Soviet Union. They kind of filled that gap. So this is the B-side to some might say. Which will be... Is that a B-side? I mean, that's just, so, some might say it was another single off um, Morning Glory, then. Yeah. It's just double A-side, isn't it? It's not B-side <laughs> at all. Carl Quinn's just written the lyrics it's on cool. the way to the studio for recording sessions of the Philly Factory. What I find so amazing about this chorus is how much most of the time they hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, not in a horrible way. I mean, at the moment, sometimes a horrible way. But yes. Like, <laughs> it's such a sort of sweaty brothers putting their hand around each other singing this at the top of their lungs drunk in a pub yeah. as they're leaving at midnight <laughs> but most of the time they hated each other I love the fact that on this one Noel, uh, Noel is harmonising with himself like in the background <laughs> <laughs> don't need this one just put it in the song's about friendship in the weirdest sense and not as often speculated the the brothers themselves sure Alan McGee thought this was the opinion that Alan McGee first said when he first the song but he tried to convince Noel to release Acquiesce to the singer instead of some might say and Noel went <laughs> can I just shock you it's not even going to be on the album <laughs> yeah. the studio recording of the song features clips of an acoustic version of an Oasis another Oasis song with an glory this is heard at the beginning and the end of the song Also, over the distortion of the penalty into a conversation between Liam and two of Liam's voices can be heard played in reverse. I did think they were fucking Beatles. Played correctly, the conversation goes Owen, where's Noel? Liam, come for a walk. Banhead, sacked him. <laughs> Alright, Liam, I've sacked him. <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you see that on the Supersonic documentary all the time, him saying stuff like that, and you're like, you're not sacking anyone. No, exactly. <laughs> Noel's sacking you, mate. Uh, fourth pick overall, Adam? Uh, same album. Yeah. Is it actually the next song on the album? I think it is actually. It's a slightly different feel, isn't it? Let's have a look. Uh, third on the album, uh, Underneath the Skies in between. This is Talk Tonight. So, for the non aficionados amongst themselves, this is a song that Noel writes after. Um, so they're going on, they're on tour in America. 
they're playing a gig in, I think, in LA. Sounds right, yeah. And the rest of the band had got off their face on crystal meth. Yeah. They didn't, time. they didn't know what Crystal Meth really was <laughs> and uh, they, weren't, they weren't let's say dealing with it very well Yeah. and they had what is described as a shambolic gig <laughs> yeah. in the time when they're trying to, to crack America trying to break right? America aren't they? yeah they weren't massive there at the time at all never really got massive there and they're they? playing like a famous like quite a famous place in LA whiskey go go yeah um, and the gig's just an absolute shambles and um, Noel walks off stage. I think at the end of the gig. I think he finished. I'm not. Yeah. But and then goes AWOL. Yeah. He goes to the tour manager, who is in the. Is this in Supersonic? Is this in yeah. the, where she says that he asks for his passport and all the petty cash? Yeah. And disappears. Must be gone. Yeah. And um, he goes to San Francisco to catch up with some woman who he's met on the previously on the tour. Yeah. Um, and I think the song tells the story of that that whole interaction, right? That yeah, that maybe one or two day period in his life. Just yeah, went disappeared one well. Most right, an absolute incredible song out of the back of it. Again, super tender. The emotion. It's the little bits that there's some clapping. Yeah. That's not an instrument you normally hear on a song. He did claps. Is that bonus? Both yeah. He did claps. Hand claps. Piano and acoustic guitar. The song featured in an episode of Popular British So, EastEnders at Jay Styler's funeral. <laughs> Extract of the song was used in the 2008 GCSE music listening paper exam. Sure. That's when you've made it, you're in education. It's also another B side to Some Might Say. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> the two, so you buy the Some Might Say single and you get Some Might for, for your three quid, you get Some Might Say at Yes and Talk Tonight. And Head Shrinker. <laughs> What a ridiculous single. What Imagine a bargain. Buying that. It's less than a pound a song. Fucking hell. A lot of bands, a lot of the time. B-sides were an afterthought. Yeah. Just any old track. You don't care for them, you don't listen to them. Any old demo we got lying around, just stick it on. <laughs> Listen to all every single second of this both playlists. It will be the longest podcast we've ever recorded. <laughs> but Ross seems to refuse to skip. No, I'm just listening. Just saying, I'm, not I'm missing any of it. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'm just thinking like shit, my brain's gone. I've got to say some words. Yeah, exactly. Get suit. Yeah. Can we play nine minutes and nineteen seconds all around the world? No. <laughs> Even me. There we go. So, third round. Yeah, third round pick. Not bad, is it, for a third round pick? I don't know why, I've always, I always prefer this song to Wonderwall. Of the two that sort of everyone knows. And it may very well because of who's singing it. 
Maybe I've got an unconscious bias towards Mel songs and Liam songs, but... I mean, it's difficult to say that I don't... Uh, I don't have a lot of time for this song if you turn your head just sort of like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just such a great song, mate. Do you have a... Do you have a Don't Look Back in Anger poster? It's the first one of their videos that really stuck in my head as well when they're driving up to that big mansion. And I've got that sort of weird magnifying glass thing looking through it with his red, red specs on it. Ah, uh, but you're not thinking I'm. Uh, I think of the video, is it? The front where they bury. Oh, yeah. The bonus? Yeah. I always, for some reason, don't think it's Baby, I think it's the guy they can <laughs> The many drummers. Yeah. <laughs> Very much the spider type of thing. <laughs> yeah, it never sounds, it never of all these songs, it never sounds hard to be a drummer in really. You the really feels just, just get, the feels just you keep the beat and then the feels go yeah. across the tom. <laughs> back to the <laughs> back to the snare and just to keep the four four beat in the high. Yeah. We don't need to listen to all of the no? No, we can at least listen to a bit more than this. Let's wait, at least let's the, get to the Let's have the solo. Right. <coughs> We've all heard this a million times before. There's only going to be three of us. To be honest. <laughs> ah, so one of my tracks later is in a B-side of this. <laughs> 2015, Rolling Stone readers voted the second greatest Britpop song ever after Common People by Hulk. Not even the, that's not common people isn't even the best pulp song now, it's not. Disco T Three million sales, five times platinum in the UK alone. Yeah, it didn't really make any influence in America, did it? Uh, give us a um, give us a rundown of Oasis's Spotify plays. In fact, hold on, don't do that. No. Let's save that for all around the world. <laughs> we need True. some. We need something we to need pad some out. Fill there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? We have the fill, and then we can go into the my my pick. Pick. No, wrong song. Oh, shh, just don't listen to that. Wrong song again. What? Where are we? There we <laughs> are. <laughs> I was well away there. T Rex have got it. No, I think we So, this is cigarettes and alcohol.
drives in this one, isn't it? This is see, this is the this is the voice, the swagger, the attitude. Yeah. yeah. This is the the rage. Yeah. He's just angry man, isn't he? This point. An angry kid. He's not even. Well, angry he's an man. angry kid on the doll in yeah. Manchester. Like. Yeah. Singing about what he knows. Cocaine. Like you were saying about the Atom Monkeys, they couldn't do this ten years in because. Well, this this track would be fine. Two tracks now. I want to point out that just because the song's good, so that's an alcohol, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it is about cocaine. Yes. <laughs> the, the second place in which Oasis was accused of plagiarism. Started early, carried yeah. on. <laughs> 1994, already. <laughs> what did they plagiarise? The main Same. riff of the song is if we can get it on by T-Rex. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Very obviously. <laughs> But then, who who themselves took it from Little Queenie by Chuck Berry? See, everything follows. Exactly. It also bears a similarity to the a humble pies cover of Eddie Cochran's Come On, Everybody. Borrowed Swank. Borrowed Because that song hasn't got this next bit in it, hasn't it? <laughs> That's how new songs appear. Oh, yeah, Cigarettes and Apples, called by Rod Stewart in 1998. Oh, I bet that's a downer. <laughs> the song was also performed by the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra on Plays the Music of Oasis. What? Oh, that. that I want to find. Yeah. Oh. It's been 12 tracks on there. Check out some spot. Hopefully. Sorry, yeah. Plays the Music of Oasis. I can't check, because if I look on my phone, it's going to be high DJs. Oh, yeah. So I right, turn the volume down. Trick. Absolutely, it is. Is it? Oh wow! Well, I know what's being played at work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you get me on my licenses. Is it? I'm assuming it's um, lyric free. Is that the rules on the licensing stuff, is it? I think it's one of the rules, yeah. The oh. yeah, overall it? tone of the Philharmonic Orchestra plays in these places. It's so playful, so reverent of Brother Noel's Beatles-esque muse. Brother Noel. Brother Noel and Brother Liam. <laughs> Are they Mormons? <laughs> Did they join the Church of Latter-day Saints? I don't know. <laughs> it must have been after cigarettes and alcohol. Yeah. Because... <laughs> Well, they'd left at this point. Yeah. Because I've seen Book of Mormon. <laughs> and they've got some strong feelings on cigarettes and alcohol. Very brief stint there. Yeah. They also don't feel any better about white lines either. My little green in I. I think that uh, it's a bit, it's, I'm not going to say it's not drastic obviously like we were talking about on our last show whether they'll come out in the middle I don't know but, <laughs> um, you can't do the process after before the beat no no it doesn't work <laughs> um, but the uh, 
the production is so different between definitely maybe what's the story one and glory yeah definitely maybe it's a proper raw it's raw sound yeah um, and what's the story is polished yes speaking of polish <laughs> we're gonna go we're about to get too polished <laughs> the height of drug binge oasis <laughs> I absolutely love being here now I just think it's the it's the biggest band in the world doing whatever the fuck they want <laughs> for an album, and like you said, releasing it on a Wednesday, knowing it'll be the biggest album in the country at the time. No one else, no other indie band was releasing nine-minute tracks. I I like to I like to take my shots at <laughs> be here. You do, yeah. <laughs> but if I listen to it. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend for a second that I don't enjoy myself <laughs> through the whole time. Yeah, and actually come away most of the time going a bit like I have similar but different feelings about standing on the shoulder of giants. But I come away from this. This is just a song. Like, this is a banger. Yeah, <laughs> it's very weird. This song slaps. Like this is like yeah. Like. This is the most, uh, one of the most Beatles they sounded. I think it's fully lifted from like, the Hey Jude sort of era. How good would this song be if they just had a bit of discipline? <laughs> like, in seriousness, yeah. Like nine minutes is too long. I mean, your dad would love that. Yeah, but you got to get the last in there, look. Because <laughs> you, the prog rocker, your dad. Isn't that... <laughs> yeah. Oh no, he was another. He did not like it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't like Oasis, but if you were just like, if you said to him, "Dad, I've got actually. this guitar-based song that's nine minutes long," <laughs> yeah, he would love that. <clears throat> yeah, they were flying in a yellow spaceship in this. Very much, this is our yellow submarine sort of homage. But, but I just want to say, you talk about Oasis as saying it's the biggest band in the world, and whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, that's all true. Imagine if what they fuck they wanted was to release the masterpiece. <laughs> well, yeah. A proper studio version. What would the world be saying? Yeah. Where would it have been now? I, could, I, could I mean, I imagine it just puts, pushes the indulgence back a bit. Yeah, I probably. imagine you just get be here now. Later, two years later, but probably even worse and bigger and overproduced. Yeah. Yeah, because it got even bigger. I mean, it's huge, it's overproduced, it's too long. It's Noel going, I'm a real musician, so I can have a, I can have an orchestra. Yeah. Do I know what to do? Of course I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> but hire me the most expensive studio and the best orchestra in the world at 10 grand a day or something like that. Yeah. Noel wanted to make the album as dense and colossal feeling as possible. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Layers multiple guitar tracks on several songs. Mission accomplished. In many instances, he dubbed ten channels with identical guitar parts. Why? In an effort to create sonic volume. I don't know does Noel now he's sober. <laughs> Creation and Alan McGee visited the studio during the mixing stage. So we just go down to the studio and there was so much cocaine getting done there. Owen was out of control, who was the man in charge of mixing <laughs> He was the one in charge of it, the music was just fucking loud. 
very yeah. much the equivalent, the equivalent of me at eight years old turning all the graphics up to <laughs> Yeah, exactly. exactly what but I hadn't had any cocaine. Because <laughs> you don't give it to an eight-year-old, it's irresponsible. No, exactly. You can give it to 25-year-old superstars. It's fine. <laughs> um, tell me about their... So let's look at their play count. Wonderwall at one. Is that 1.7 billion? 1.7 billion, yeah. Back in Stop crying your heart out. That three is a shocker. Yeah, Champions League and Lambo live forever. Stand by me. Supersonic. Synthetic Mountain 2. It's a banger, Ross. Ninth of all races tracks. Let's talk about Songbird at 10. If we're going yeah. to stop picking at anything. True. Yeah. That one's off the cliff, yeah. 1.7 billion plays of Wonderwall though. Even if you're only getting a fraction of a penny per play, you're still making a lot of money from it. Mm. Oh, we can, we can skip the last five minutes. Because let's be honest, it's the same as the first five yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the right. Is there even another verse? Is it just carrying no, on? This is it, five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move to Adam's next track. Completely different feel. Completely yeah. different feel from the last track. Because this is before the. Because though it came out after, well, not didn't, did it? But the <laughs> album was released after. Let's see what massive single this was the B side, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to be Wonderwall, isn't it? Have a look. What a page. Cigarettes and alcohol, isn't it? Yeah, so it must be pretty safe. Yeah, at least it's pretty safe. Pretty good. Not bad, is it? No. And when you say that, I think it adds a bit of context and you think it does sound era wise, you'd be like, yeah. Mm. This, is, this is more of a definite maybe song than that is a... Yeah, definitely, yeah. 2014 reissue line looks. Noel said, I like that line, I don't believe in magic, it's like it's what magic. I think it means something, but I'm not quite sure what. Oh, <laughs> if, only, if only you could speak to the writer, Liam. Oh, no. <laughs> I like that, though. that's almost like the lyrics just appear in his head, he just has to write them down and get them out. Yeah. But I wonder. I think there's a. There's the line. Um, I just wrote songs in my spare time, but they kind of pick the best ones for the album, and then think things I pick for the B-sides aren't necessarily not the best. They're just not, you know. Maybe I don't like the lyric or the lyrics I great, but I don't like the tune. <laughs> then I hear people hear them. People hear them and go, "Fuck, but I fucking love that." <laughs> I think there's a strange thing with where. There was a period when the heyday, I think, was a, a is comes in a period of sort of anti-intellectualism. Yeah. So I don't, and Knowles have got my council thing, and part of their battle, in quotes, with Blair is against these art school boys, right? Yeah. Who are North East South, posh boys against 
council estate. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And I don't think he feels that he can sit there and say, I've written these arty, poetic lyrics. Yeah. Because it'll alienate a lot of his fan base, probably. Yeah. Or he'll feel that just like he might get beat up down the pub. <laughs> like, at that stage, if, like, if it, he's like, if this, is, if this doesn't go well and I'm not you. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have to. Do you know what? I'll be working in a yeah in a building site or touring as a road. He used to work as a roadie, didn't he? Yeah, he was roadie for the world. Um, and just have to be like Is that a story on the John Ellis show a few weeks back when he was roadie in for the world. Can't get no kind of gig. The Phil Collins. Phil Collins. That's not Phil. All right, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> I do like how much he hates. <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, in terms of like Liam's just a loose cannon in every aspect of every part of his life at any point. Yeah. But that's why the Noel sort of backed himself into this corner where he's smart. He's much smarter than he gives him not himself credit for, it, but yeah, is publicly willing to accept. Yeah. Or demonstrate and. Like, the way that he played the media. Yeah. Like, he made a misstep here or there. Like, the telling David Allen to die that year. Yeah, it's not age, yeah. It doesn't age well. Um, but, the, um, the way that he knows that just a little bit of controversy sounds, it's like there's an amazing quote from him. Um, and he's a, he's a man who loves a quote. He does. But I think it's something like... You can say you respect someone as an artist a hundred times, but you call them a cunt once and makes them paid or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Live, laugh, love, no Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, but he's got a whole host of anti Phil Collins ones as well. Yes, like, like asking why he hasn't left the country when Labour got elected. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you can say, well, Phil, Phil Collins hates me because he's bald. Solo artists are generally totally insane. Elton John, slightly eccentric. George Michael, he's as mad as custard. Have <laughs> you got the one about the biggest class in the band being the drummer and the lead singer as well? <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> got me on there. Like taking a shot at his brother. Yeah. <laughs> For the record, I like Jay-Z. That's my opinion. See, that's a prime example of if you can say you can say you respect someone a hundred times. Yeah. And call them a couple ones. Yeah. And you get a similar thing with like a Dell. Yes. And it's Chris Martin. Alright, that's that track. Done. Sticking with the mask band again. This is my next track. This is Stay Young. I absolutely love this song. It's just a really happy song, isn't it? The whole vibe of it is a happy These two songs together, yeah. I love. 
So the fact that we picked them together. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> on his brother Liam. Liam is rude, arrogant, intimidating and lazy. He's the angriest man you'll ever meet. He's like a man with a fork in a world of soup. <laughs> <laughs> Was it really good? Can we see this? Is that okay? Is it, is it this on the same, on the back of the angle or back of the angle? Right, it's a B-side to a B-game now. Say what? B-side to... It sounds so normal. Do you know what I mean, I think? Yeah, it sounds like that's the same thing as you I just love the, the, the actual music in this, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, this is a B-side from that, it's very good, isn't it? <laughs> Have you watched the um, Netflix? I haven't. No, I haven't actually. I, I, I didn't rush to watch it because I feel like Supersonic was all kind of centred around network. You know, that, that was the end point, wasn't it? But sort of the beginning part of Oasis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Network was the pinnacle. <laughs> I don't even know if it went wrong. It's not where you go from there. Compared to what a million people have two days. Yeah. What do you do then? We're bringing back some more raw energy, some more Liam's, Liam's voice, some anger. Yeah. These drums. Speaking of network, got a print there. How do you top that? He just stood there in a <laughs> sea of people. It's insane. That just must be the, the best feeling. So that many people just singing back songs to you from the road. You must see Taylor Swift making all this money, and I know that they can't. Yeah. But they could make they could do individual gigs for them. Reportedly, she makes five million dollars a year. She caused a. Um, she caused a movement in the American GDP. Yeah. Found in Seattle, which happened before in that stadium. Oh, did she create a, uh, an earthquake? A seismic event, yeah. 
So she's up there with the Beast Quake now, who's the Swift Quake. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take that to She'll love it. She will. <laughs> <laughs> she contributed to it from me. <laughs> um... But no, she makes five million dollars. Like, so she makes ten. Apparently, the the concert's gross. Like, yeah. I think she makes ten million dollars in ticket sales, two and a half million dollars in merch sales, and then her cut of it ends up being like five million. And she's doing over a hundred shows. That's insane. Are you, really? telling, are you telling me that an Oasis deal on the stadium doesn't make? Yeah. I'd pay hundreds of pounds. So would I, yeah. Yeah, I really would, yeah. Just to be stood, even in like, the middle of Wembley. Like, yeah. Well, it didn't Yeah, I think it's inevitable. I think it happens. I remember buying it on Stripe Box Office and watching it on my TV in my bedroom. I've got a 1960 I think it happens. I just hope it doesn't happen at a point where they're too old for it to be in. Yeah, having an early sixties Liam screaming on the the monster. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wish it doesn't happen. Okay. Because you think it's already gone. Because I'm going to (laughs) go, and I'm going to be disappointed. It's like when you think I saw... it's going to be like the stories of people who see Bob Dylan? Yes. Or when I saw Ricky Gervais at the Guild Hall. He's just banging on about Caitlyn Jenner and this is not funny. Like, go back to doing your funny jokes that you used to do. I preferred you when you weren't transphobic. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> I waited all that time to see him and then that's the show that I get to see and it's a bit of a letdown. Gallagher, who said that Rock and Roll Star was one of the three songs in which he wanted to say something, pretty much summed everything up I wanted to say in Rock and Roll Star, live forever, so it's no fun. After that, I'm repeating myself in a different way. <laughs> For another 15, 20, 30 years. But this is. I think that this might be. Is this close to Peak Liam as well? Because it gives. I think, in his very simple mind mm. kind of way, He's literally hearing the words rock and roll star and he's thinking, This is me, I'm a rock and roll star. Yeah. And he's belting it and able to Yeah. That gig at Main Road they played when it comes out in the Umbro training top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got dogging bottoms and he's just he's just the coolest man on the planet at that point. He's got however many people there, forty, fifty people to in the palm of his hand. Yeah. With his haircut and Yeah. They're all on point. Like Noel's Ball that he's got on, it all looks absolutely superb. That to me is the best live show they did. Millions and Millions was great, but Liam was having a lot of um, personal problems, wasn't he? And slagging off Patsy Ken's it and stuff, like on the stage. The man's one big personal problem. <laughs> well, yeah. My next track is not quite rock and roll. <laughs> a very different change of moods. It is where did it all go wrong? Standing on the shoulder of a giant. This has got to be feeling where did it all go wrong? It's got to be feeling excellent about being drafted in the sixth round. <laughs> I think where did it all go yeah. wrong's agent is talking to it and saying that we're going to be an undrafted free agent. 
But yeah, fair. But we're gonna have some interest. There's probably not gonna be a signing bonus. No, we'll make a practice squad. But we'll make a practice squad, and then we'll, we'll, we'll look about making a roster from there. <laughs> yeah, we both picked tracks like, from. It's this not. Album. They're not having a draft party. <laughs> no. They haven't got their family gathered. There's no cake. No, he's very much on his own. Yeah. In the girl. This isn't. This isn't Aaron Rodgers sat in the green room going, not going here. No, they are just, they're out shopping. They're in Asda. <laughs> it's like you said though, you can listen to this album and you think it starts with fucking bushes, go let it out, it's good, people's love is good. It falls off the cliff of Little James. That is <laughs> absolutely dreadful. One of the worst songs they ever put on an album. <coughs> but then Gas Panic, where they're on Sunday morning call. Yeah. I think they, they, they get it up and go in again there. I just these things are subjective. You're entitled to your your pick, obviously. I just think I'm going different places. Even if I'm even if you say to me, Adam Gunter, you've got to pick a standing on the shoulder of giant song, and I do. Yeah. This isn't the way I go. This isn't even this isn't even the way I go after my choice. No. No. So this is for me. Are a sixteen? Are a sixteen? Like. There, uh, 13 days after before this album came out this, I remember going to buy this on the day it came out from Virgin Records in. Uh, so this is your day. whatever people say and this is what I'm not yeah it's the album I bought at 16 on launch day yeah it is and I was still very much I used to watch, there used to be the big breakfast every morning Monday to Friday used to have a little video of the new like the new uh, new single that was out by any other band and they played going out every day, Monday to Friday, for like two or three weeks. Remember that video clear as day on the bus, and there's all sorts of shit going on. It's it's, it's just it sticks as a very sort of important part of my life. I was I was watching children's cartoons. <laughs> but I remember I had I went and bought some sunglasses that looked like Noel's in the video to Who Feels Love, and I had like a brown cord jacket, and I had some white much jealousy now I had a big mop of hair <laughs> very much a full on mop of hair <laughs> I was all about Oasis in 2000 yeah. yeah then come 2001 I'm 17 on my bed listening to Megamate 2 with my baggy shorts on my black t-shirts <laughs> <laughs> the world's changed yeah <laughs> again it's another uh, no song yeah you, you've got a type I do This is your sixth pick. Yeah. So, does the TV show make this? Is this song bigger? It's known by more people because of it. My mum knows this song because she watched The Royal Family. She wouldn't know this otherwise, apart from hearing it through the floor with me playing it on the stereo. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It stands on its own. Absolutely, it's a fantastic song. What was it on? Why is it? Has it? Let's have a look. It's another. Oh, 
Um, I'll get back a B-side to whatever. Okay. I love whatever. It's, it's a, I like that little snare drum. Mm. Which number three in the UK charts as a B-side. Yeah, I'm surprised that... Um, spoiler alert, what, whatever does go well. He's an undrafted free agent, though, which is. I'm a little bit surprised by. But yeah. Wonderwall is also an undrafted free agent. Yeah, exactly. But Wonderwall's getting signed up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a marquee sign well, the Noel still plays this now as a tribute to Caroline Hearn and the royal family. Six hundred thousand copies sold. This is another example of his, like, like again we talk about his voice. Yeah. And there's a different emotion. Like, this is not a Liam song. No, he couldn't sing this. The lyrics, much like Rock and Roll Star, express a desire to leave the stagnant life in the boring city. Twenty nineteen, no one revealed that the song was the favourite of the B sides that he had made. Okay, doing something there, it's one of favourites. Yeah. <clears throat> so, let's jump across to one of this one. Change track ever so slightly. And see, and lift forever slip, slip into the seventh round. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. I had that definitely, maybe album cover as a poster on my wall. Maybe I don't really want to know. Um, this is my favourite. I'm hoping that, um, I'm hoping that tomorrow we're going to, to, to uh, <coughs> for dinner from late from my not my late sister she's going <laughs> as a belated yeah. birthday yeah. and I'm hoping that as things go my sister's birthday finishes and we're not going to have it for you and the answer's going to be that definitely maybe print that I sent you yeah I'm getting myself back. <laughs> It's an iconic album cover thing, I don't Yeah, it's hard, but you can't go go and stand in the same spot like I've done for what's just going on in Glow. No, it's going to look so high. It's almost kind of... It's only back on... The proper sign of the time, but TV is tiny. But he's also huge as well. Well, like, yeah, for the time. He's <laughs> very yeah. much three-dimensional. Yeah. So what order did the singles get released on? So what's the... Um, it's what the first one, isn't it? Yeah, so Supersonic number one. Then Shake Maker. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Then Live Forever, then Cigarette Snapper. So Rock and Roll Style wasn't even there. I thought Rock and Roll Style was a single. Imagine having that. I had some list of singles. Like, 
post four, then whatever. Some might say roll with it, wonder with it. Back to back in anger. Then get speed on Little by little slash she is love. Double A side. This is the last single. Chuckle right there. I'm out of time. Falling down, better than the falling down. You might have to finish with the answer to the book after falling down. No. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> Right, let's move down to the next one. This is kind of, you know, what you're getting with this. Do you know what you're getting with this, though? <laughs> you definitely don't. The live version for Familiar to Millions is awesome. It is, it's, isn't it? Liam is proper angry throughout it. a very different sound. The sound has changed. It has. Is Familiar to Millions on Spotify? It used to be. It's eight minutes live. <laughs> it's a very different song. It's got, it, yeah, it has a more of a psychedelic feel, doesn't it? Mm. Like, I think that's. Uh, without having the. I uh, trained it, I reckon that's probably a drum machine as opposed to a drummer. Yeah, it sounds like it, doesn't it? It's got that synth. The lyrics of the song seem to be describing the character Randall Flack, who is the villain of many Stephen King novels. I don't reckon either of the characters are read many Stephen King novels. No, see, I reckon there's a chance that Noel has, but he just wouldn't tell you. It's his intellectualism. It's arguably one of his worst traits. The lyrics set a scene of the devil taking over the soul of a person, and then that person not knowing who they are and who they belong to. In many ways, the concerts Liam refers to this song as being one for the potheads. I'll tell you, magazine that the lyrics for the song inspired by some serious panic attacks he was having from the prescription drugs he was taking at the time. Um, prescription drugs. So, like, Bonehead and Gigsy have left at this time. Yeah, we've got Andy Bell and. But neither of them are on this. I think it's just a drummer, a nondescript drummer. Mm. And um, I think I've read before that um, whatever Bonehead and Gigsy had recorded, they re recorded. Oh, really? So <laughs> they were out, they were done. <laughs> they got out at the right time, probably. Bonehead does radio now, he's a DJ. Does he? I think they're on Radio X occasionally, yeah. I'd have to know how little one. <laughs> <laughs> Should we never get in a cold break up? No, I don't think there's a way. <laughs> I don't think they'll get in a cold break up. It's 45% cold, 40% of the rest of the between everyone else. 
after expenses. <laughs> I came out of that car. <laughs> Very much a Colonel Parker strategy. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to my ninth round pick. He lives in a house, a very big house in the country. <laughs> I felt like I had to put this on there. Yeah. Again, I prefer the live version. Hmm. It's quicker, And it has the swearing in it. <laughs> well, yeah. This lost out from the house, not it? Um, I think so. Um, I wonder whether when we talked last month about pushing boundaries in the uh, um, what the beef is, yeah, is I feel like wrong with its censored. As in, like mm. I feel like the lyrics are supposed to be. Yeah. Don't let any fucker get in your way. Yeah. And that's why he always sings live. Was it a time that that would like? <laughs> is that sort of before? Is that isn't a thing where it would affect record sales or? Hmm. I don't know. What does the? Yeah, um, there's not many tracks with. This where that time. Is it? No. I think until you sort of had your your rap went through in your new metal yeah rock music didn't have swearing really. it didn't need to swear for no. shock value what does um, so tell us the story how does it does it lose to Country House it does Country House sells 274,000 copies to Oasis's 216 copies what 216,000 yeah not just 216 yeah that's a hell of a beat because I've got the 216, the only person that's been used David Weber. In 2019, Noel reflected on the battle, dismissing both songs as shit. He suggested that a, race, a chart race between Oasis's Cigarettes and Alcohol and Blur's Girls and Boys would have been greater, had greater merit. The role of it has never been played by anybody since the band split. not wrong. When he means anybody, does he mean I mean, him and yeah. <laughs> Definitely people that have played it. <laughs> When Oasis played Roll With It on top of the box, they were required to mine the song, and in doing so, Gallagher would switch roles. With Liam pretending to play guitar, and Hulk pretending to sing, equipped with Liam's tambourine. <laughs> 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 That's fine, though. That's fucking weird. Fine, it's got to go on YouTube, right? <laughs> Just Liam holding a guitar is <laughs> so weird. You can watch the song by video, you'll never see him hold a guitar on my He's trying, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them actually play music look like they're uh, almost playing music. 
I don't even know. I can't even see if Liam's making a chord. His hands are moving. Is he just holding it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've done that. That was roll with it. Sure, someone might remember. Four minutes now. Uh, following on from roll there. She's electric. This is just fun. It's got fun lyrics. Yeah. Things. It's songs like this which make put me off. What's the story? Not put me off, but it's why it's not my sort of top album. What you don't want fun? I, <laughs> I do, but not in the middle of my uh, rock albums. Same with Somewhere to Say as well. Two songs that I get on with. It's weird looking back at this because for me this doesn't. This album doesn't stand up as well as some of the others. It's got obviously the two mega hits. Three. Three mega hits, yeah. Yeah, it just. Looking at it, it looks a bit disjointed. Hey now, yeah, swap some. Yeah. <laughs> Not for you. No, I mean, it's fine. Not enough cocaine. No. More cocaine. More <laughs> cocaine. It's probably third of my top three. Yeah. <laughs> you're just really enjoying this video, aren't you? It's great. If you're not seeing it, go and just YouTube it. Paris just rolled it at Top of the Pops, 1995. Ian's efforts to play guitar are superb. <laughs> He's even doing the pretend harmonies. <laughs> but I'm assuming we're watching that with no sound. Yeah. I'm assuming that it sounds like like Liam's roll with it. Yeah. And I was with the tambourine. <laughs> Any song that's talking about rumours of sleeping with your girlfriend's cousins. It's fine, I've got to skip. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I need to be here now to cleanse me. Don't go away. This is This is relatively restrained for being here now as well. It's only four and a half minutes long. It's... Yeah, it feels misplaced. It does, doesn't it? I think this, the problem that maybe this song along with and I think that this might be a continual complaint across Don't um, Be Here Now yeah is I feel like this song is quite it's, it's obviously quite, you listen to it, the tempo is quite slow yeah and I think it's one paced and it doesn't really go anywhere yeah it doesn't kick in that's, yeah that's fair Singles from um, Do you know what I mean? Four singles Stand By Me, All Around the World. Do you know what I mean? Stand By Me, 
Hold on, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, hold on. No. Don't Go Away was re only released in Japan. Japan only. Strange. Did <laughs> you see the length of the thing now? Oh, that's my goodness. 31 minutes. Superb. 33 seconds. Superb. The B-side to this, sad song, Fade Away. But Bert Bacharach's horns on because he was the master of breakup songs. I did all the string arrangements and tried to keep them as simple as possible. It's just a very nice song, I think. It doesn't really fit in uh, the uh, slightly unplexed. But it's a winner, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm pro it. Hmm. We don't need to get three minutes of this, let's continue. So this is Cheers Love. Um, this might actually be my favourite song. It's one of my favourite songs ever. And it was the first dance of my wedding. Yes, I remember. Um, and it's beautiful. Proper love song. So Noel wrote this for his second wife. Yeah. And he tells a story about having written it and wanting to play it to her, but he couldn't look at her when he sang it. <laughs> Bless him. That's still his current wife, isn't it? Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, Peter's Gallagher borrows sentiments from Khalil Gabrin's book, The Prophet. Ah, okay. When love beckons to you, follow him. Through the ways are hard and steep, and the rings unfold you, yield to him. Oh. John Lennon also borrowed from the same author for his son Julia. <laughs> On brand, no. <laughs> I wonder how no found it. <laughs> This was a double A side with Little by Little, which is probably their last good song, I'd say. This is better than Little by Little. Yeah. I mean, these two didn't really get much better than that. This. No, I've got I've got an honourable mention that comes after this that I love. Yeah, it's just a very nice song, isn't it? It's just a really happy love song. Got to number two again. It's got to number two. They're a great number two's band. Well, uh, but did it get to number two? Wait, hold on. No. I mean, I feel like though that little by little did the heavy lifting in terms of like, in terms of like yeah, that was the radio song. Wasn't in terms of the airplay and stuff. Yeah, it's down there. That is I don't really understand. This is when a band's got two songs released immediately, but they can't get two. I suppose it's not really a thing anymore because sort of singles are kind of yeah, everything comes out. 
there's a weird thing with singles, right? Mm. So like, there's the thing where, again, back to Taylor Swift, where Eleanor talked about Cool Sun when she released that as a single, right? Yeah. Even though it's not off her newest album. Yeah. But then, it's weird, that, like, how do you release a single in these days? Like, what does releasing a single mean? Yeah. Does it mean there's a physical single you can buy? Uh, yeah, like, no one buys singles anymore, does it? Uh, this is my last pick. This is Let There Be Love. Let's be honest with ourselves here. Mm. Both of us. We've both done it. Um, this is a great, again, a great song. Yeah. I like it. I'm a fan. But we have played homage to the, in, like, almost to the entire catalogue in some of our drafting here. Yeah. Because let's be honest. This isn't getting picked instead of Wonderwall. No. If I'm putting you on a desert island and saying you can pick ten songs, ten Oasis songs. I don't think I'll take Wonderwall though, I'll be honest. Yeah, okay, that's a bad example. I don't say roll here, I'll play take something else. But that, that's a different game. But yeah. <laughs> I think that if Let There Be Love is on the master plan, yeah. I don't know if it makes it's you the weakest. Less. Yeah, it's the weakest single on there. The song. Are you being like, oh, I need to uh, give Don't Believe the Truth some. Probably, some yeah. Like I said, we've both done it. Yeah. And I probably would have taken Lila. Okay. I thought this would be sung better by Melvin. He, he does sing it as well, doesn't he? Yeah. It's uh, the second, second verse, doesn't it? It's just something about Liam Force is a bit too high too in the high, yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas that is perfectly for him. Shake up your tired eyes, the world is waiting for you. May all your dreams fill the empty Not a fan, I miss it really. No, so I like Turn Up the Sun, I like Lucky Fingers. Like a Bell Will Ring as well. Yeah. Dream Alive. Yeah. Um, I'd actually say that the singles of the songs that I maybe like the least of this album. <laughs> yeah. Like, Lila feels lazy. Yeah. I never want to listen to The Importance of Being Idol. Hey, Lila. Yeah, that's. Um, it's completely ripped off from the Stereophonics as well. It's literally the same riff. It's the noise. It's the Stereophonics. I know what it's like. Really did make me feel. I really do have a poor opinion on him after hearing about the, <laughs> the money split. Yeah. This is your tenth track, Adam. See, I pay, am I'm a fan. I'm paying homage. <clears throat> I thought by picking the shortest track on the. <laughs> I, I thought I'd give B. I, I thought I'd give B. Hit now some uh, some room to breathe. Yeah, this is just a change. But 
It's got some tempo. It go, it drives. It yeah. doesn't. Four minutes twenty. It won't feel like four minutes twenty. I don't think Britpop shouldn't be stodgy. No. Well, they Britpop at this point. I think they transcended Britpop at this point. But to what? Just a rock and roll band, really. At a stadium band. I think they're still a Britpop band in I don't know. For me, Britpop isn't stadium rock. I don't know if that makes sense, but. It's obviously Blair Polk, uh, Oasis all played massive stadiums, but. Um, right. I'm not sure I. I'm not sure I follow your logic. No. I'm not sure either, really, but I. Like. Yeah, they did the stadium band at this point. I think Britpop is gone by this point. Like 97, I think. For me, Britpop is like. He said 94. Tony, Tony Blair came in and it killed it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as soon as Noel's hanging out with Tony Blair, that's, <laughs> that's not cool anymore. <coughs> um. Sure. But maybe that's some of, I'm a few years younger, older than you, so. Yeah. I like a lot of the manic stuff from the start of the 90s and my pulp songs that I like are the earlier pulp ones before the before Yeah, before that, yeah. Um. I always just came in and were like. I don't look at them as a brick pop in the same way that I do, like. Pulp and Suede and Manix and even Blur. They're more right. rock. Okay. I think, either way, then my rock mood, I think that if I was going to put hypercritical glasses, a uh, hypercritical hat on yeah. and look at some of that rock, some of the later Oasis catalog, from this point onwards, I yeah. so not even later, but yeah. from mid to like some of it. Is stodgy, and I think that you can be tender, yeah, and something like talk to me, yeah, or you can be like acquiesce, yeah, or this, yeah. But I don't want to hear something sort of just go through the motions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to be just doing the fucking song. When's it gonna end? Well, it should be more sort of like a. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one play out between the other two. And then we'll try on dimensions. Let us know what tracks we've missed. Obviously, that's a lot of We know. But we didn't miss it by accident. We missed it on purpose. <laughs> you don't need to Did you tell us we missed Wonderwall? September's playlist is going to be Wonderwall. <laughs> Twenty-four different versions of Wonderwall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two honorable mentions each. Right, my honourable mention is more along the lines of, I hope I think I know. It's a nice rock track. This is 
step out. I have never heard this before. I did it at, um, at Wembley, for millions and millions, I played it. I played this and the Hey Hey My My. It's a new young cover. And then also the rest of the more down by our way. Which is the plug. Three songs that I always think of but as Oasis on it. Again, it's a no song. This is a no response earlier, though. Yeah, this is quite an early one. I mean, we could have dated it slightly by the fact that it had to be on front and back in anger, so. Mm. But yeah, it's one of my sort of. I like it. Let's listen to Isis so much, but. Like I say it drives, it's got that upbeatness to it. Fairly sure it is on the Maybe they play live, but it's not on the actual um, Spotify album. I had, I don't, I had from the Nintendo the CD from the Nintendo, and it wasn't on there. No, I don't think it makes it here. It, they played it. Because it was on, I was watching it. So it was on, on like the DVD or Yeah, it must be. Just a good drop song. Yeah, that's my honourable mention. Adam, what is yours? <laughs> so, part of the queue from Don't Believe the Truth. That, that jangly guitar just makes me think of the strings. <laughs> yeah, definitely. This song just, yeah, it has real sort of stranglers, golden brown vibes. It's a song. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a lot, very much like High Flying Birds. Yes. You can see in the later of our albums, he's kind of... Where his musical... Yeah. Uh, Where he's going. Identity has taken over. Yeah, him. absolutely. He hasn't changed since this. He still sounds like this now. Yeah, really. I agree. This is what 2005. So what? Maybe 20 years later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. What are you taking? Uh, Slattery. <laughs> I am going to pick. 
I'm gonna take She's uh, It's a very, very nice song, a bit nicer than playlist. I mean, that playlist must be listened to, listenable to by now. So All the tracks are in there, yeah, so you yeah. can make it public. So, yeah, we'll, um, I'll put the link in the uh, podcast description for this episode. Uh, which, of course, you are listening to on Spotify. I think we're on iTunes as well, but I don't know about that. It's just on Spotify. Um, this is the podcast for uh, September, this one, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's September's episode. Quickly approaching our two-year anniversary of this. One year. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, one year anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. That time works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find us on Twitter at Perth10Pod. Let us know, kind of... We've done the Beatles, we've done Oasis, we've done Foo Fighters, we've done Taylor Swift. Any more band-specific um, playlists you'd like us to put together? Uh, and also any other playlists you want to hear us do. We've got a few more lined up, I think. Yeah, I think we might have a crack at using the uh, Spotify DJ, but I think I'm going to record it because it's into the computers. We'll look into that, but yeah, let us know. Perth 10 Pod. Okay, I think we might have to wait. I think it'll come out in some if it comes out of pizza and then some uh, yeah. not very well. Yeah, I'll that 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 Yeah, I'll that